Welcome to Cardiff, capital of Wales, the fastest growing and youngest capital city in Europe, but with a history stretching back almost 2,000 years. Hello, I'm Roy Noble, and it's my pleasure to be your guide as we learn more about this extraordinary city. Named in English Cardiff, in Welsh Caerdydd. In fact, it's the one place in Wales where the English name was coined before the Welsh. Cardiff. Car. From the Roman word Caer, Roman fort. The Roman fort is over there underneath the castle wall. And Diff, well, it comes from the river Taff, which flows here. Cardiff. Cardiff. As a city and a capital, Cardiff is a relative youngster. But as a community, it goes back almost 2,000 years. It was the Romans back in AD 75 who first chose this site for their huge 10-acre fort, the Caer. This Caer, this fort, was built on the Roman road between two other important Roman forts, the massive fortress of Carleon in the east, Isca Silurium, and Carmarthen in the west, Maridinum. The main purpose of building the fort, the Caer here, was to defend the people of the area against, would you believe, the Irish? While the Romans, or at least the Italians, are still here in force. But they didn't manage to keep the Irish out. Far from it. There's a large Irish population in Cardiff, and pretty much every other nationality too. Just part of the wide range of different cultures and nationalities who made Cardiff their home. The next people to arrive with the intention to stay were the Normans in the 11th century. They piled up that mound of earth there with a moat around it. A modern bailey design with Cardiff Castle on top, first in wood, then more permanently in stone. Cardiff had its fair share of historical people passing through, calling in for an unwelcome visit. There were the Romans, the Vikings, the Normans, and surprisingly, the Welsh themselves. In 1404, the Welsh prince Oanglin Dur swooped down from North Wales to burn the town, capture the castle, and create havoc. Apart from settling some old scores, Owen's aim was to create a united self-governing Wales, but he was about 600 years too early. In the meantime, Wales became united with England in the Act of Union, 1536, and Cardiff became the centre of the new shire of Glamorgan. Some invaders came from the sea. When the Vikings arrived, they ransacked the town, and then, taking a liking to the place, decided to settle here. And this street with this curious name is a relic of that time, Womanby Street. Womanby is a corruption of the Norse word, Hundemanby, which means strangers' quarters. This was a trading post. So Cardiff was a cosmopolitan area, even in the 8th century. There are other vestiges of the Vikings throughout Cardiff. Working Street, where St. David's Hall stands, Wharton Street alongside Howell's department store, and Dumble's Road. They're all derivations of original Norse names, a legacy of the Viking invaders. But not all the names are Norse. This is Queen Street, one of Cardiff's main shopping thoroughfares. But it was originally called Crogged Herbtown, possibly after William Herbert, the first Baron Cardiff. The original Queen Street had just been a narrow lane, a narrow lane leading from St. John's Square to the Glamorgan Canal. In honour of Queen Victoria's Golden Jubilee in 1897, the name was adopted for the whole street. It was a decision which caused consternation to many citizens of Cardiff, who didn't like their ancient street names being changed. 
but Queen Street it became. The river Taff swelled up with every tide, allowing boats to come up all the way from the estuary to unload here in Cardiff. There were only a few hundred people settled here then, making a living in agriculture, shipping and trade. And an ancient metal, which Welsh technology had found a way of making better than anyone else, iron. <laughs> 